In today's show, it's the first mock draft of the season. 12 teams head-to-head, nine-category league. Michael Bolton. Where's Michael Bolton? Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter, as always, at RedRock underscore B-Ball and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today's episode also brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them that Locked On sent you. As I said, we are here for the first mock draft of the season. 12 teams on Yahoo, nine category head-to-head mock draft. We're going to be doing roto mock drafts. We're going to be doing salary cap uh, mock drafts. We're going to be doing points league mock drafts. There's going to be plenty of them. I'm going to be joined in today's show by Adam King of Hoopball. And we're going to be he's going to be in the mock draft along with a bunch of followers, listeners, other people in this mock draft, and we're going to be making the picks. Me and Adam will be discussing them as they go on. But so I don't in- interrupt the flow of the mock draft too much, I have to I have to pay some bills. So, guys, today's show is brought to you by Sweatblock. If you are one of those people or you know someone in your life that is plagued by excessive sweating, hyperhidrosis, which we know can be really, really embarrassing, Sweatblock is the product you need. It's doctor-created and doctor-recommended. You may have seen it on the Rachel Ray Show. They tested on firefighters and uh, it worked a treat. There is also the dry shirt guarantee. So if it doesn't work, doesn't keep you dry. Hey, money back from Sweat Block. Sweat Block is a wipe. You go home before bed, wipe it under your pits, go to sleep, wake up the next morning, ready to watch a mock draft video and then have a wash, go to work and you're done. Once a week, maybe twice a week if you are a really, really heavy sweater, but that's it. You don't have to do it every day. Twice a week is all you need for the Sweat Block Wipes. You can buy them at Amazon. You can buy them at CVS. But if you use our promo code, you can also get them at sweatblock.com. So go to sweatblock.com. The promo code is locked on and you'll save 20% off Sweat Block. So go to sweatblock.com. Use the promo code locked on. Today's show is also brought to you by Indeed. If you are the hiring manager at your company, sometimes you need all the help you can get. And when hiring gets hard, you need Indeed, the job site that makes hiring incredibly simple. Just attract, interview, and hire. In fact, With Indeed, you can do all of the hiring in one place, even interviewing. Don't just hope your perfect candidate will find you. Indeed's hiring tools will help cut through the noise to hire faster and smarter. In fact, Indeed Instant Match provides a list of quality candidates whose resume is on Indeed the moment you post a sponsored job. According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than other job sites combined. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Get started right now with a $75 sponsored job credit on Indeed by going to Indeed.com slash locked. In $75 credit credit at Indeed.com slash locked, Indeed.com slash locked offer valid through September 30th. Terms and conditions apply. All right, so we're just waiting for the draft to start. So let's bring in the man who's with me today. It is uh, Adam King of Hoopball. Adam, welcome. Hey, Josh. How you going? It's uh, it's nice to be on a podcast with someone from Australia. Yeah, it's, uh, you, you can just really lean into the the Australianisms, <laughs> lean in, lean into the accent as we go here. As we'll just be throwing uh, throwing Australianisms around all throughout this podcast. We are here getting ready. We're three three minutes fifty away from the draft starting. We've got a full squad in here in this draft. Twelve team, nine category, head to head league. I'm picking one. Adam is picking at number seven. 
in this mock draft. Um, how many mock drafts have you done so far, Adam? Uh, I've done one. So, <clears throat> so this is my and this is my first um, sort of normal speed draft. The last one we did was a slow draft. So, uh, yeah, look, it'll be it'll be interesting. I've got a few strategies in mind, and we'll just depends who I get with my first pick. Really, this was uh, this is my second one as well. The first one I did uh, on Basketball Monster and wrote that up. I had pick eleven in that one, which was pretty shitty. I've got pick one in this one. Um, we're gonna have plenty of mock drafts over on the on this uh, channel and on the podcast throughout the season. So don't. Uh, don't fret too much, guys. If you want to see me pick from another position or you want to see a different format or a deeper league, there's going to be so many mock drafts, you're going to get bored shitless of them by the end of the uh, by the end of the season. Adam, um, yeah, I don't know what I was going to ask you. Then I had something in my head and it, and it completely uh, completely moved away. Nice shirt, nice Kramer on the shirt there. We're getting ready yeah. to uh, to go here. Look, do you have someone that you that you want at number seven? Like, who are you hoping that falls down? Because uh, on, on the Yahoo rank, James Harden's at seven. <coughs> Yeah, look, I've sort of, I've sort of had a look at the projections, and um, there's obviously a few players that I'm pretty confident aren't going to fall to me. Um, they're probably Jokic, Curry. I'll tell you now, Jokic is. I'm taking him at one. So <laughs> yeah. that's that's so, done. Yeah, that's a no-brainer. Really, he went number one in in the other draft I did. Um, so I think I think yeah, Jokic, Jokic will go. I think. Um, I think Giannis will go. I think where are we? Harden. I think will go. I'm not sure. Curry, Cat, yeah, uh, maybe. Um, I don't know. I, I've probably I've got a couple of players in mind. Seven's um, not a bad not, spot. I don't mind seven as a spot. I think top eight is probably the cutoff after that, where it gets sometimes a bit iffy. Um, I don't mind uh, seven. Yeah, look, um, I had a le- I had pick eleven like yeah, you it's, in, it's my, in the last draft I did, and it wasn't it wasn't great. Um, Although, I projected out pretty well in who, the Who end, did you take but, at 11? Uh, I took uh, Kyrie, I think. Uh, so um, I was able to get Beal in my one, so I was pretty happy with that. I wanted Beal. He went at 10, I think. So um, I took Kyrie, and then I think I took Paul George at 14. Yeah, that's who I got at 14 as well, which I'm, yeah. I think Paul George is better than that. So I'd be really happy to get those two. Yeah, or, or to get if you can Paul George at the start of the second round, I think you should be really, really happy. And that was the uh, that was the move that I was able to get in there. I am going to turn off draft sounds because I don't. You guys don't need to hear oh, yeah, buzzes and turn that off too. all that sort of bullshit. It's not as bad as the Fantrax uh, horn, <laughs> the which horn. is horrendous. Make sure if you do any drafts on Fantrax, you got to turn off that Fantrax horn. It is it is startling. Your neighbours will be uh, will be waking up thinking what's going on. It's like a fire fire or air raid siren or something going on like that. We are forty three seconds away. Let's bring the mock draft screen up. You can see our lovely heads down the bottom uh, of this screen. We've got everyone in ready to go um, in this draft. Again, I am taking uh, Nikola Jokic number one, so I might as well play his theme song right now. Yeah, no surprise there. Um, The end of last season, Adam, while I wait 20 seconds for my pick, Jokic dropped way off. Like the assist numbers, which he was averaging a triple-double to begin the season, they dropped way off. And I think Curry was number one over the last two months of the year. And that was in that period where Jamal Murray was out. So while he is, I think, absolutely a no-brainer number one, he's not. I don't think he's going to be as dominant, or there is a risk that he's not as dominant this year as what he was last year. Because he did fall off as the season went on. I'm just going to pick Jokic now and, uh, and go ahead with it. There we go. Uh, yeah, look, that's yes, yeah, that, um, and and I think while obviously, yeah, Jokic is number one. I think um, having 
not having Murray there just puts a little bit more pressure on him to do more stuff. And I think, um, obviously, his numbers are still going to be really good. But as you said, I'd, I I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't end as number one this season. Um, yeah, it, don't don't be shocked if that happens, guys. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, there we go. Doncic went at five. Right, so we've got at the moment we've got Curry gone at two, Harden at three, Towns at four, Doncic at five, Lillard at six. So it's to you, Adam. All right, what are, what are we thinking? You got some options here. Yanni's there. I do have Giannis. Um, I don't like punting free throws, though. Yeah, look, um, you might not have to if you take him, but you have to always prepare for that eventuality. Yeah, I, I I know who I had in mind, and he's still there, and it's a bit of a reach. But I'm I sort of had a punt strategy in mind going in, um, and so I'm going to Drake Tatum, which is a little bit early, but Ooh. for my build that I'm going for. Um, he is a really good fit. So, hmm. yeah, right. a little probably a little bit high. I sort of have him probably down around ten in in sort of rankings that sort of thing. But but I'm okay with getting him there. Yeah, I've got um, him at ninth. That's not crazy. And I think I just I think durability as well with him. I I just think that a few of these guys around him could miss some games. So that's uh, completely fine. So we have, where have we, we've had a couple other picks go through here. At number eight was uh, Kevin Durant, which is totally fine. But interesting, Giannis falls down to number nine. And then Joel Embiid goes at number 10. Beal at 11. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, I, I know you, I know Giannis's free throws are bad, but this is a head-to-head league. Like To me, he should be going in the top five because like, he's, he's going to be that dominant. Davis goes at 13. Anthony Davis. Paul George at number 14. Anthony Davis at 13 is interesting. What do you think of him there? Because people, he was shithouse last year outside of the injuries. His performance actually per game wasn't good either. Um, would you be taking the, look, he's obviously got top five upside. Would you take the risk there? Or do you think Westbrook's is going to hurt too much? Um, I don't know. So 13th. So who went at, who went at uh, 12? 12 so was in, uh, Trey Young, which is too early. Trey, for okay. So yeah, look, I think, I mean, Trey's pretty durable. So I think he's going to play most of his games. Um I don't know. It's a risk. I mean, I'm okay with Anthony Davis there. As you said, he's a, he's a top five guy per game generally, but last year did drop off a little bit. And having Westbrook there is going to hurt yeah, the some of his numbers. I worry the, the about rebounds, the rebounds. Yeah. Yep. And, and uh, Davis's numbers, rebound numbers dropped way off last year anyway, as did his defensive numbers. And then usage could take a hit too. Bam going at 15th. Hmm. Not sure how I feel about that. Zion at 16th. Well, okay, so we just we just don't give a fuck anymore. Like, we're just going crazy. Zion at 16. Uh, it's your pick. So you, you, you've got uh, to think about what you're doing here. But Zion at 16, I understand. Uh, I understand mm. taking him there, but it's also, it's almost best case scenario. You're definitely punting free throws in that scenario. Kobe took him. That's Kobe's team, which is not actually Kobe's team because the guy who was in that team didn't show up. Um, I don't really know. What to make of uh, what to make of that selection? If we go look and have a look at where is Kobe's team here, I want to see who else he picked in that first round. Giannis, ah, oh, no, it makes complete sense. I'm actually okay with that. To get Yanni and Zion there, that's it is a little bit of a reach in that respect. Your, oh, your how pick do I now. draft? Oh, it's my turn, is it? Yeah, it's uh, so Kyrie just went at 17. So it's your, your oh yeah, pick. okay, my turn. Um, yeah, right, so, yes, so I didn't. I wasn't going to take this guy, but um. He's fallen a little lower than I thought, so I'm going to take Vucevic there. Ooh. It's Vucevic. Um, it's big Vucevic. Vucevic. 
All right. Um, you're not worried about how he loses usage to um, DeRozan and maybe assists to Ball? Because I am. Um, I, yeah, I, look, I, I don't I mind am, a spot for him. Um, but I'm happy to get him there as a uh, just as an early centre. I didn't. I didn't think that I'd be able to get him there. I thought he'd go a little bit higher. Um, yeah. Look, I, th- I think he takes a hit, but I think having him alongside um, Tatum on my team and then hopefully my third pick can round in some of these stats that I'm looking for. Um, I had another guy in mind there at, at uh, whatever I was at, 18. Yep. Hopefully he falls. Um, I'll tell you what, we ha- after your pick, we had Van Vliet at 19, Levine at 20, Butler at 21, Lamello Ball at 22. Okay, so we are just going wild here. That I, I like Lamello, probably in the third round. I'm not sure I'd take him at 20, 22. Um, all right, tell us what you think of Lamello while I prepare for my pick. Uh, yeah, I don't mind. I mean, that's a bit high for Lamelo. You're going for upside there. Um, I, I, it's pr- I'd probably have him around sort of middle of the third round. Um, potentially, I just don't know if we've seen enough from him to, to be taking him that high. And, and the Hornets, um, I don't know, they're, they're a good team. So, I mean, he's, he's going to be on the, the floor. And his injury last year wasn't a, a long-term thing or it's nothing I'm worried about. It was a risk, I think, from memory. So... It's my selection uh, here. Um, oh, so I'm just going to talk through what I'm doing. Uh, yeah. I think yeah. I'm going to take Sabonis in this spot. All right. So get myself some rebound numbers and big man numbers. Um, okay. So Sabonis goes... Now it's me again. Now I've got a couple of options here. And yeah, I think I'm going to do it. I'm just really leaning into the big men that can pass. Jokic, Sabonis, and Randall all together. Um, that's a lot of assists from big men position. Um, filling up those spots, which if you don't get centers in these early rounds, it does get a little bit weird later on. Um, yes, yeah, same with point guards, but I'm pretty happy with the assist numbers I'm getting from all of these guys in this position. And it's an interesting build. They're not guys I normally would target, but I feel like Sabonis slid slightly here. Um, or it's about sort of the, the right area. I could have gone with... Uh, well, I could have gone with Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul. There were other guys who uh, I was considering there, but happy to get those players, boost those assist numbers up and um, get some smaller guys as, as we come around to the next pick. Did you think either of those is a little bit too early? Uh, no, look, Sabonis, Sabonis, I'm I'm not, probably not as high on Sabonis as some others. I just think the Pacers have got some guys coming back. Yeah, that's um, a risk for sure. And the new coach. Yeah, new coach. Uh, Randall's fine there, I think. I mean, we know what he's going to do. I don't. I don't think he can go up much from what he did last season. No, but I agree. He'll be. He'll be right there. I'm just trying to build up a bit of a queue here. Um, so we've had a couple of picks um, after the, after mine. Maga Porter Jr. goes at 26, and then Shea goes at 27. Which I like Shea Gildas Alexander at 27 on a per game basis. I, I do worry about games missed for him. Not saying they're just going to healthily shut him down, but any sort of worry, he'll be gone. Aiton goes at 28, which is too early for me. Um, Gobert at 29, and then Chris Paul at 30th, which I think is totally fine. Now it's your pick. Talk us through what you're thinking. Uh, so this is... I was hoping Van Fleet would fall to me here. There's no, there's no way he's um, getting he this low. There's no way. No, and I was basing that on... I mean, I have him way higher than this, but I was just Same. looking at the ADPs, that sort of thing. He was going around this mark, and I was he was actually who I was going to take with my second round pick. He should not um, go outside the top 20. Yeah, no. Um, so here is sort of a... Because Randall is who I had here as well, but I took... Um, it's unlucky for you. 
I took Vucevic uh, as my center. So sort of looking for some guard stats. Um, and I liked Van Fleet and I liked Lamello here as well. So I'm going to get some points. I'll probably get some. That, I'm, uh, going to, well, I'm going to take Donovan Mitchell yeah, I think, here. I think, that's a good, I think that's a good pick to get Don there. He's yeah, gone. look, he's, he's not good. flashy, but he's very solid. So I don't expect him to take huge, huge steps forward from last season, but there's always a little bit that he can improve on, more free throw rate, a little bit higher usage. I think he's going to be pretty solid around uh, around that area. So who is going to go in this next pick? Now, normally those first-round picks fly through, and then people start to have to think in these middle rounds. Mm-hmm. So we get a little bit more a little bit more thinking time around this uh, around this portion of the draft. Um, it's Jared's team, which is absolutely not Jared's team. I'm not sure who, uh, who actually took Jared's team over, but someone's here ready to go. Interestingly, if someone times out, Kawhi Leonard's at the top of the queue here which, of course, you do not want to be taking (laughs) in this area. Miles Turner goes at 32. Um, Don't mind it. If the blocks disappear, then he's got absolutely no shot of being in this area. I think there are better picks there. Um, Someone said, wow, Kawhi is really falling. I don't know if he's taking the piss or not. Uh, Ja Morant at 33. Now, Ja Morant was not a top 100 player last year. Adam, how do you feel about taking Ja Morant at 33? I I wouldn't do it. Yeah. yeah, no, I think he'll be better than last year, but I agree with that. Third round is too high for me. It's taking him at absolute peak and assuming that all of a sudden he's going to start getting high volume threes, high volume steals, improve his free throws and his field goals. And if you're banking on four things to happen, then you're joking. Uh, Chris Middleton goes at 34, just no upside, but really no downside. Completely fine at, at that spot. Yeah. And then 35 is Devin Booker. Probably a bit early for Booker. I would say I think his rank was 48th and he was like the 50th best player last year, 55th best player, I believe. Um, so probably a little bit early for Devin Booker. Again, what are we... The reason why he used to be that second round player is because of high assists. And with Chris Paul around, he doesn't get high assists. So I don't really understand they're taking Booker at that spot at number 35. What do you... do? You, can you see him getting better or, or returning to his past levels? Uh, not really. I mean, you sort of... Maybe you're counting there on Chris Paul finally breaking down a little bit. Um, but, yeah, look, that that's probably a fraction high. Um, I'd have him probably around lower than that. But it's fine. I mean, points are hard to get early. So, that, you know, he's going to score. So we got at number 36 to end the third round. Drew Holiday goes... And then we're waiting for Johnny to take his next pick. Now... John took oh Ben Simmons. That's he's, he's got a weird team. John took Trey Young uh, and uh, someone else that number thirteen, which I thought was too early. And he's taken Simmons alongside those guys. It's a it's a weird team. Um, where are we going now? Back to the worm who just took Devin Booker at thirty five. So as you can see, there's some wild value differences between what I think, between what you think, Adam, and between what these guys are thinking. So you're going to have players slide, and you're going to have values change. Darren Fox at 38 is one I really like. Uh, Brandon Ingram at 39, much like, say, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton. I don't really see him going up too much or going down too much. It's sort of who he is. Do you, Can you see any improvement coming from Ingram? I, I don't really see it. Not really. I think that's a pretty safe pick. Um, Jalen Brown's gone at 40. Yeah, t- um, totally fine as well. I, th- that, I like that's him. That's fine as well, yeah. I think they're just trying to sort of lock in some um, some sure things here. Got some really uh, interesting ones coming up that, to, at this level in my my uh, area of the rank, or sorry, in my Ooh, rankings my and my projections, some interesting players coming up. So it is Adam's pick. So what are you what are you looking at here? Ooh, Alonzo Ball. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Lonzo, but that's probably a little bit higher than I would normally go. But but yeah. I need some assistance steals. Um, 
He's not going to score a ton, but he hits a lot of threes and, and gets you those defensive stats. And free throws aren't too much of a drag anymore. They're still not ideal, but better than they were. So after John Collins goes at 43, CJ McCollum at, at sorry at 40, 43 for Collins, 44 for McCollum is too early. I have no interest in that whatsoever in him at that spot. No. Um, getting close to my pick, and I've got... Oh, I don't, I don't know what I, want. I need a guard, and the guards are drying up pretty, pretty um, big. There's some, yeah. If this guy doesn't fall to me, I could be in some real trouble in terms of guards. So Dejounte goes at 45. I think that's too high. Rashawn Holmes at 46. I like. Um, yep. 47 is Gid. He's ready to make his pick. I'll tell you what I'm thinking. I was gonna maybe look at the Rock DJ Robbie Williams. I don't think I will. Um, I was considering Yusuf Nurkic, but I've got a lot of centers already. Who I want here, and maybe it's risky, I want some scoring, and I think I want Anthony Edwards. It is a risk, because we don't know how it's... Oh, it's my turn. Um, we had uh, Brogdon go at 47. I don't know how Edwards is going to go with a full season of Beasley, Towns, and Russell next to him, but maybe he just is the guy that established himself, and I think that's a possibility. I need some scoring. I need a guard. Oh, the guard depth is rough at the moment. Um, phew, all right. Let's do it. Let's draft Anthony Edwards. Goose comes onto my team. Now, what do I do? So I've got the next pick. I probably should have thought about this next pick beforehand. Um, what do I want on my squad here? I th- do I? No, I think I'm going to punt the block. So Rob Williams is out of consideration. Let's go with. Phew, can I let? No, I can't let him do. It. I think. Yeah, let's do it. Let's take the Jedi. But what about Scarf? OG. Stop OG. Uh, you better stop OG. All right, OG Ananobi. So that's a it's a weird team. Edwards, Ananobi, Jokic, Sabonis, and Randall. Yeah, it wasn't... Yeah, I, there was other guys there. And I probably, if I hadn't have taken those three big men early, I would have gone with Nurkic or Rob Williams in one of those spots, but I did not uh, need to, I don't think. Um, all right, so Russell Westbrook goes at... 50, and then Rob Williams goes at 51. So there, Williams is going to go in this range. Do you have Williams at this area? Because I think his rank and ADP is like at 100. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think um, listening to your your pods uh, podcast on the Celtics last week, um, it sounds like John Corrales is pretty high on him. And, and look, I mean, as you said, if, if he gets 26 minutes, 27 minutes, then top 40, top 30. Easy. Clint Capella goes at 53. Um, oh, me. The thick hogsman, Tobias Harris. He goes at 54. Um, I think I am a TH. T to the H. Mm-hmm. Yeah, TH for life. All right. What are you doing? Hmm. Uh, I think oh, you cleared my cue. I, yeah. I, I had, uh, I had the two guys you took as my next two. So, um, oh, it is a mock draft. Yeah, go wild. Darryl, oh, he was the other guy in my queue. You bastard. I wanted him yeah, to come back around. It's, it's, it's higher than I'll... No, I like it. But, no, yeah, I like it. 55 I think, for Garlo, 56 for McCorbridge. I think Garland could be top 40 this year. I don't think... I'm not predicting he will be, but I think he can be. Uh, Valanciunas goes at 57. Jonas Vassal Inouansas. Um, all right. <sighs> Very interesting. i tell you who's hanging around here, and it's going to come back to your pick soon. Um, yeah, he's just hanging around like a pile of old dog shit. Um, 
Kristaps, where, where are you viewing him? Because uh, he is like in the 70s on site, and I think that is ridiculous. Yeah, look, he's a lot better than that. Oh, yeah. um, the the injury, the missed games, that just scares people, obviously, a lot. Dallas um, has the fewest back-to-backs of anyone in the NBA. Uh, lowest yeah. number, um, which yeah. I'm do- doing a team preview on them tomorrow. So yeah, be ready for that one. But yeah, they've only got 12 back-to-backs this year. Yeah, okay. Yeah, look, I I, I don't know. I, I don't... I, there he goes now at 59. Yeah, okay. So I, It's still too low. He, he could be top 20 per game very yeah. easily. Yeah. I'd probably have him if, if I, I don't know, I guess maybe in, in the 30s. I wouldn't take him in the 20s. Um, oh, no way. No. Uh, but sort of, yeah, sort of, I don't know, late third round, fourth round. So I think he'd be fine there. Bit of a big man run. Lowry goes at 58, then uh, Puzingas at 59. Yusuf Nurkic goes at 60. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. I think Nurkic is going to be really good this year, and um, uh, I'll be targeting him in this area. And then Christian Wood goes at 61. Um, that's pretty low for Wood, although he was pretty pretty bad uh, when he came back from injury. But um, yeah, we'll see how that goes. John just doubles up on big men. Tyrese Halliburton goes at 62. Are you worried that Walton's going to keep him in like a reserve 29-minute-a-night role? Uh, I don't know, a little bit. I had him around this range, so... Um... I, I, he's really good, um, but I'm just not sure of his upside. Look, That's I don't know how much better he can get. Absolutely. Now, you've got a pick to think about. So before you mm. get to that pick, I'm going to tell you guys that today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it can be hard to go to a local chain auto parts store and get those parts for your car without having to deal with intimidating questioning from the bloke behind the counter. You've got access to a computer and you can look up Rock Auto on your computer, on your phone, and find the parts that you need. Why would you choose to spend... 30, 50, even 100% more on those parts for your car. It's just ridiculous. Go to rockauto.com, find the parts that you need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. So go to rockauto.com, check out their great new catalog or expansive catalog of car parts. Find what you want, put it in your basket, check out, and in there, how did you hear about us box, right, locked on. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts that your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Recap on the draft. Siakam goes at 63 Colin Sexton at 64. Siakam's going to miss the beginning of the season. Um, per game, he's probably better than this, but I always am really worried about drafting guys, Adam, who enter the season injured. Yeah, Actually, we saw it last year, didn't we? With, oh, yeah. No, Jaron Jackson. Yeah, so. that's not good. Sexton at 64. Rogier at 65. Your pick at 66. Ooh, um, I've got a few options here, but I do need to get another forward. Uh, I only have one. I only have Tatum at this stage, so... And what pick are we at? 66. Yeah. Uh, look, I'm going to take Gordon Haywood there. Ooh, I like that. That's really good. Now, obviously, some injury concerns, but I, I like that. Yeah, injury concerns, but I I don't know. I I, I figure I, I don't think missed games are as important to, to sort of factor in as they were two, three years ago. I think everyone's going to miss a couple of games. Agreed. So. And Adam, as I will always say in this podcast, if you can project project or tell me when someone's going to get hurt, then you're better than literally every person in the world at anything in their field. You cannot predict that someone is going to sprain their ankle or, or break their no. wrist or anything like that. Some guys have lingering concerns, which are the worry. But I, I can't tell you that someone played 82 games three years in a row. Therefore, that means they're going to do it every year because it's just absolute bullshit. There's no chance they're going to do that. Now, let's recap some more picks here. Draymond goes at 67. Karis Levert goes at 68. Isaiah Stewart, Elf, goes at 69. Is that you, Mr. Stewart? Well, who the hell else do you think it'd be? Get in here, you pair of flaming galahs. Oh, yeah, the flaming galah. I like that. I think he's going to be better than this. Um, 
while I work out my next pick, ah, D'Angelo Russell is who I was going to take. Um, mm. What do you think of Levert at 68? Uh, yeah, I think that's okay. Um, again, I, I just, I'm not sure with the paces at full strength, uh, TJ Warren coming back. Um, I, th- I think, I think he's okay there. I, I probably wouldn't take him that high, but it's not terrible either. I'm getting ready to do this next pick for the meme. Oh, oh ke- well, hang on a sec. We were to talk about Kelly Link at 71 because oh. that is kids. Excuse my language. That's fucking insanity. What are we doing? Uh, we'll talk about that in a second, but I've got to do this partially for the meme, but partially because he's also really good. Maximum Derek. Yeah, Derek White at 72. I'll make my next pick and then we can we can work out what's going on with Kelly Linick at 71. That There is... Okay. I, yeah, I don't know what to say about that. Um, so what, do I, what am I looking for on this team? I've got good assists, got good steals. Probably do need another guard. Do I... Oh, shit. I've got someone who's really staring at me, but you talk about injuries and, and the worry there. Oh, you know what? Let's just do it anyway. Just, just let's get let's get him. Let's hope that Tom Thibodeau just does not care about health and safety at all. And let's go with Kemba Walker. Let's get me get myself some more guards. Um, Marcus Smart at seventy four. That's who else I was debating in that spot. I am worried oh, about Kemba. The rest of my team, I think, is is okay. No, I'm not worried about Derek White hurting his toe again or anything along those lines. But let's talk Elinic at 71. We'll get to Cade Cunningham at 75 in a second. What, why would we be taking him at 71? I don't know. Riding riding high off how he finished last season, I guess. That's all That's all I can think of. I don't mind taking um, him at 100. Yeah, yeah. I, I sort of had him, yeah, around 90 to 100 mark. Um, I mean, we know what he can do, but I'm just not sure what his role is going to be in Detroit. Interesting, Yahoo still has Kemba listed as a member of the Oklahoma City Thunder, so they might want to get on that and fix it. So after um, Kemba, I took at 73, Marcus Smart at 74, Cunningham at 75, Mike Conley at 76, Jeremy Grant at 77. I don't think I like Jeremy Grant at 77. I know he started out last season really hot and then fell way off, which is more in line with what he's done literally every point throughout his career. So I think what he did at the beginning of last season was probably anomalous, and now he loses some usage with Cade coming in. So I'm not... I'm not, I'm not hating it, but I'm not loving it. Oh, Bogdan Bogdanovich goes at 78. I'm assuming by that groan, Adam, that you wanted him. Oh, my queue just got wiped the oh, last yeah. few picks. They took everyone, and now I have an empty queue. <laughs> um, uh, the pressure's on. This is this is what happens when mock drafts go wrong, fellas. Yeah. This is how it all works um, out. I guess one thing I've got to fall back on is that I do know what stats I'm looking for. So it does make it easier to, to sort of scroll through cues and find names. And it's probably not going to be as good a fit as I've got a guy ready. I'm just saying if there's a name that I've skipped over and haven't seen, but I only have 10 seconds. So I'm going to take Kevin Porter there, which Ooh. is higher than I wanted to go. I don't mind that though. Um but I wanted assists and points. So. Oh, I like, I like it. And um, he's going to be—he's going to struggle a little bit at times, especially with efficiency and consistency. And while John Wall's playing, assists will yeah. hurt as well. But I, I don't mind it there. Jared Allen at eighty, yeah, maybe. Jared Allen could easily, I think, Adam B top forty if everything comes together. Free throws improve, usage goes up. But he, with also all the money they're, in, they're investing in that front court, he might not play more than thirty minutes a night with Mobley Love if Love plays. Markinen, um, yeah, I don't mind Allen there. There's probably better options around. Interesting that the wiki Chris Boucher is still floating around there. I thought someone mm-hmm. would have uh, snagged him already. Not saying I would, but I thought someone would have. 
All right. I've got to find a name in here and add him to my queue. Buddy Heald goes at 81. I don't know what to think of Buddy Heald this year. I just don't know what... Are they going to keep him? I I don't know. He was shit out with his shooting last year. Absolutely horrendous two-point shooting, but hit his threes pretty well. This is getting to the area where everyone's got big question marks around them. Yeah, the the top of my queue is some injured-type players, um, some guys who you're not particularly excited about their scoring potential. If you're looking for points, it is really hard to come across. There's a couple of guys late who might be good scorers, but it's it's getting to a rough uh, period of the draft. Uh, Mitch Robinson goes at 82. And Mitch Robinson says, I'll take it from here. Let, let's hope Mitch Robinson doesn't do anything this Saturday night uh, in the uh, in the footy. Let's hope he, hope he has an absolute, your, hope he has an absolute team, stinker. Your team knocked out my team, so we don't oh, need to talk about AFL. Oh, no, we, okay. We, you don't, <laughs> I can talk about it. You don't, you don't have to talk about it. No, it's fine. Look, I, I, I was it. happy I, with the Bombers' season. I, I live think. and grew up in Essendon, so any time that we can beat Essendon, is always yeah. uh, it's always much appreciated. Robert yeah, Covington yeah. goes at eighty three. I don't mind Coving, um, Covington there. I think that's pretty no, good. I think it's fine. I think it's really good. I don't think Larry yeah. Nance is you know eating into his minutes or benching him or anything like that. No. Um, and given their backup center is Cody Zell, I think Covington's going to get minutes at backup center, which really does help his overall value as we've seen uh, time and time again for him throughout his career. Um, so we're at eighty four. That's the end of that round. Jalen Green at eighty four. <sighs> Don't like it. Um, I think 100 is probably good for him. I know people are going to be super hyped on him, but for him to be that good, he needs to be like 18, 19 points per game. And I'm just not sure that it gets there. Maybe it does. I just think it's too high. I think, is that best case scenario for Jalen to be 84th? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's it's a bit high for me. Um, Again, much like you, I'd have him 100, 110. Boucher goes at 85. Uh, Jakob Pertl goes at 86, who I think is really good. There are people who are thinking, oh man, the Spurs have got no centers there. Yeah. Oh, Jock Landau's going to get big minutes because they've got no. They don't realize how good Jakob Pertl is. People, oh, they're so worried about their center. Jakob Pertl is really good. To me, I had him in my top three defensive player of the year. He is that good. Now, that's maybe that was going a little bit too far, but he is amazingly good defensively. And I think people will start to take uh, notice of that this year. Um, at 87, Spencer Dinwiddie. He's got a shit fantasy profile because he's mm. low steals, low threes, low efficiency, but he's going to get minutes, points, and assists, which are valuable. And if you're looking for those around this point, but I, I thought he'd go higher than this, to be honest. Um, so I think this is a, a relatively fair spot for him. Barton, what do you think of Will Barton at, oh, Jesus Christ. What do you think of Barton at 88 and Noel at 99? Actually, while you make your pick, have a, a talk us through what you're thinking while I try and process Newlands Noel going at 89. Uh, yeah, so look, I'm thinking um, I've got a pretty clear punt going, uh, which I always do when I draft. So uh, I'm punting blocks, field goal percentage, uh, and turnovers, but I always punt turnovers, um, which means I'm pretty guard heavy at the moment. So I need a power forward, looking for a power forward who scores, um, can hit threes, will get some, some steals, some assists. So I, I've got a guy in mind and it's TJ Warren oh, at pe- people who are watching the video saw that I had TJ Warren in my queue so uh, All right. respectfully piss off I can't see your queue no so. you can't so that's uh, <laughs> yeah that's uh, yeah that's annoying I, I had him in I had him queued up for a while because his rank was like 150th and he was yeah, uh, yeah, right there yeah yep. I'm, I'm, I, I think that he's, his ADP will will come up so by the time we're actually in proper draft season oh, yeah. he's not going to be hiding down the bottom of the rankings there Jordan 
Clarkson goes at 91. I could not hate that more. Actually, I could. I'll tell you what I hate more. Malik Beasley at 92. I, how? I don't understand how... And maybe maybe Dane or whoever's taken over Dane's team knows better than me. But how's Beasley going to get enough opportunity to be a top 100 guy? This is, to me, absolute best-case scenario for Malik. Yeah, I, I have a few... Um concerns having him there. I like the next pick. I like Jonathan Isaac at 93. Um, Ooh. Injury risk. Injury risk, of course, but... That is an in- now, we talk about injury risk. That is a real injury Ooh. risk because he's had multiple um, yeah. knee problems yeah. and hasn't played for like a year and a bit. Johnny Wall at 94. The pencil Harrison Barnes. Barnesy! I hate that one as well at 95. So let's make a couple of picks here. Um... I am going to go with a Hornets forward, and I'm going to take Miles Bridges. I'm also going to take a, another forward guard who can be someone who scores for me, and that is Stormer Norman Powell at 96 and 97. I think there is some value for upside for maybe both of those guys, but I, I feel like their floor is also around this area. They're not particularly exciting, but they, they do what they, I need them to do. Right. I do need some more assists probably, which is not ideal. But we'll see. This is where it gets hard to get assists around this period of the draft. It does, yeah. yeah so you've got to load up. Unless you're punting them, you've got to load up early. So uh, where what are we looking at now? Who's pick? Gid is back on track. Let's have a look at... You know, just some, you bring up on the screen, you can see some of the most recent picks there. You guys are all well aware of the ones that I do and don't like. But look, some people are really reaching. Like, you know, Olshay is a clown, goes right back into the 400s to get Isaac, which I think is good. Beasley at 92, he had to scroll down and really believes in him at 165, which is pretty crazy to me. Yeah, you had to reach right down to get uh, TJ Warren. Dan Gafford goes at 98. I love Gafford, but they've got three centers when Thingo comes back, uh, mm-hmm. Tom Bryant. Gafford could establish himself or he might not. So that's a, that's a risky one. Wendell Carter at 99 and TJ McConnell at 100. McConnell was great for assists and steals last year, but it is a new coach, as we've mentioned. I'm not sure he gets back to that level. What do you think? Uh, I don't think so. I, I really hope he does. He he was he was a, a big reason that I won quite a few leagues last year. He was so good, but um, yeah, I don't I don't think he can get any better. Um, That's true. And just he relies so heavily on those two categories, so um, it, it's risky, but. I mean, if you need steals and assists, then then he's he's a perfect example of yep. of that. Getting close to your pick now, so you have a think about what you want to do. Andy Wiggins goes at one hundred and one. Yep, absolutely fine. Again, trying to find score. Jesus Christ, talk about that one in a second. Wiggins, if Ooh. you need scoring, is solid. <laughs> Larry Markinen goes at one hundred and two. Dojo, um, apologies, but that is not good. I don't. What do you, you need Larry Markinen to play thirty minutes? And have good usage. And I don't think he's going to do either of those things in Cleveland. I could be wrong. We are late in the draft. You're taking a flyer. Uh, but yeah, thanks. I hate it. Uh, oh, you bastard. That's who I had in my queue again. That's twice in a row you've <laughs> taken my queue. I, I put one guy in a queue and you've done it twice in a row. All right, Devontae Graham, talk me through about why I should be sad about this pick. Um, oh, look, as you said, assists are hard, really hard to come by. Yeah, this was, um, this was the option. Late in the drafts, and, and he was best on the board there for for assists. And, and I think, um, I don't know, I'm really interested to see what the Pelicans' rotations look like. Uh, and, and But I think they've given him, they've sort of invested in him. So it seems like he's going to be getting really good minutes um, and every opportunity. He's going to kill my field goal percentage, but I don't care about that. So. Yep. 
So after him, Jaden McDaniels, who is going to start and play good minutes, I worry about if how he can touch the ball with Beasley, Edwards, Russell, Towns. Like, will he touch it enough? Um, but I don't mind him there. He's going to get minutes. And Nikhil Alexander-Walker at 105, don't have to worry about him touching the ball. He's going to get plenty of shots up. Um, doesn't do much else to that. Do you think he starts over Josh Hart? I think so. Um, I, do, I do too. Yeah, I, I like Hart as a sixth man. I think that's a better role for him anyway. Yep. Um, so now the, what I was going to say, now that you've made your pick, but you haven't, so I'm not going to tell you what I've got in mind because you will go ahead and take it. Um, as and again, I've got one player in my queue. And if you take him again, it's, I'm going to be real angry. Jalen Suggs goes. Oh, that was my guy. Fuck, the worm. What are you doing? Uh, Suggs goes at 107. Barrett goes at 106. Oh shit. Um, all right. So at the top of the queue, everyone's on you know, switched on here because Kawhi. Jamal Murray and Clay Thompson are sitting at the top of the queue at the moment and they are all injured and I think none of those guys should be drafted. Would you draft any of those players? Um no look, the only I mean the only way I would draft Kawhi no. Um Thompson out of the three would be the one I would probably take a flyer on and it would only be if I had an I like I'd take him with a second last round and, and just throw him straight into an IR spot. The way I set this draft up is we had three IR slots, so there is more ability to take someone like Clay. Because if you only got one IR slot, just look, to think that you're not going to use an IR slot for the first two months of the season waiting for him to come back is foolish. And that means you're going to be playing one player less and Clay is going to have significant restrictions and back-to-back restrictions as well. And, and that's the other thing that we talk about, um, you know, putting drafting guys and putting them in IR, is that when they come back, yeah, you've got to activate them. And then they play 20 minutes a night for a week and then 24 minutes a night for another week. And they sit back-to-backs for a month. And so you're not getting the full guy for that whole time frame anyway. So it's while they're out, you then you sacrifice an injury reserve spot for three months, four months if it's Jamal Murray, five months if it's Kawhi Leonard. And when they come back, they're not at full strength anyway. And that, that's part of the problem. Um, all right, let's go through the rest of these picks. PJ Washington at 108. Tom Bryan at 109. I'm not sure about that one. Kyle Anderson at 110, I like. DeAndre Hunter at 111, I like. Dylan Brooks at 112, I'm not, not sure about that one either. But Brooks, I thought Brooks would go higher than this because people watched him in the playoffs and the amount of people that would tweet at me, Dylan Brooks is a dog, man, look how good he is. Yeah, that's all well and good, but no, he's not. So uh, I don't like it for fantasy. And there we go, Clay at 113. We just talked about it. It's, it's, I hate it. It's too early. Um, he won't play till Christmas. He won't be back at full strength to All-Star, maybe. Not, not worth it at this point. I, I don't think. I, I'm not drafting these guys. And it's pretty much a rule for me. If someone's injured to begin the season for at least a month, there's no chance that I'm drafting them. No, it's, no. I'm, I'm just staying away from them. I think Jaron Jackson taught us all a lesson last year. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, that was not ideal. All right, so what are, we, what are you doing here? Um, I don't know. We've sort of been a bit of a dart throw situation at the moment. I've got a guy in, in my queue. It's pretty boring. We're in round um, 10 at the moment for people who aren't aware of that. Yeah, so pick 114. Um, I'm just going to go. So I'm going to go Evan Fournier no, I like there. It. Um, I think he, he's pretty solid there. I don't think he'll drop much lower than that. So No, that's really good. I think that's a really solid pick. Um, what do I do here? I know someone who I've got who's on my list as an upside player, but I'm not going to tell you about them because I'm going to hope they slide through. Um, oh, yeah, it's 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 pretty ugly at this point. Mm, it is. I think he might be. Well, maybe I do actually do that him because I'm just really searching for a point guard. 
And I think he might be an interesting player, but I don't I don't love it there. All right, let's go. Uh, after Fournier, it was Al Horford. It's Cali Oubre. It's Thad Young. He was another guy in my mix of players to choose. I don't like Oubre at 116, personally. Um, ooh. All right, I've got two picks coming up, obviously, because I'm on the turn. I think what I think I'm going to take these two guys. Have you made your pick? I can tell you who I'm going to. I think I'm going to. Yeah, go yeah, you're up. Yeah, you're up. Right. You're up. Brooke Lopez goes at one eighteen. I am going to take Reggie Jackson and Josh Giddy if they're available, and they are. Keldon Johnson goes at one nineteen. I just, it's an upside pick for me there in round eleven for Giddy. I think Jackson's going to have some good usage and some good passing with Kawhi out. Feel like Josh wanted him. I did not want Keldon there. No. Uh, I'll take Reggie Jackson there. Um. And then, do I take that flyer on Giddy? It's a risk, but he, I don't think he's going to get back to me for round 12. He's not. No, nah, I didn't think so. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's take Joshy right there. And that's a little bit of an upside play there for me. Because if he hits and he averages six assists, then it pushes me basically to the top of the league, I think, if that works out. But he could be shithouse, and then I drop him. But I don't actually hate that, especially again on the turn. I've got twenty three spots in between my selections. I've got to, I've got to take a take a risk there. Uh, what do you think of Kevin Herter going at one twenty two? I he played thirty one minutes a night last year. There is zero chance he gets to that level this year. Zero. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know. I mean, he's sort of one of those really nice role player guys, but I he's more of a waiver wire kind of guy for me in, in a league like this. If I can find where he ranked last year. No, I can't find it. I'll find out later. I think it was like 120th last year in 31 minutes a night with Bogdanovich, Reddish, Hunter missing basically all of the season. Um, yeah, I don't really see why you would pick him there. I do oh, like man. this one. Larry Nance goes at 123. That's good. I like that. I like Derek Favors at 124. There is massive risk that he just doesn't play the second half of the season, a Al Horford, but he could be top 100 for the first three months and then you just cut him. And I think that's great value. Joe Harris at 125 is boring as shit, but it's fine. And then Gary Trent at 126 is also very low upside, but totally fine if you're looking for some points and, and threes there. No no real crazy things there. All right, your, your pick and talk us through it. Uh, yeah, look, probably looking for another forward. Again, I've sort of, I have leaned heavily into the guards, so a forward. Um, and another boring pick it's looking like. Uh, what is it? 13 rounds, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah. So got three, you've got three two, left. two picks left. No, this is this is your oh yeah sorry this is your eleventh pick yeah yeah so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Boyan there nah, and just hope that he can play like he did in the last three months and not the first three months from nah, last season he was top of my board so it's uh it's that's a good pick there I think getting him there because he was shit ass to begin last season couldn't hit anything and then got red hot to end last season you just hope he can give you two and a half threes a game 15, 16 points perhaps best case yep. scenario maybe yeah I like it look the top of this draft board's looking pretty rough as well Kawhi. Murray and Andre Drummond are three of the top four. Evan Mobley sitting there. People are avoiding that rank where he's ranked at 78, which is nonsense. Uh, Dennis Schroeder is at 90 and Gordon at 99. People are avoiding those guys there as well. Um, I imagine that Schroeder and uh, Gordon do get picked and Mobley will... I think Mobley will probably go in this round, surely. Round 11. I, I think would, so. I would yeah, imagine yeah. he does. Yeah. Someone will take a flyer on him. I didn't, oh. I didn't expect to see myself taking Giddy over Mobley, but it was more just a categorical need type scenario. And I'm just a little bit worried about what the hell they're doing with Mark and they in Cleveland. DiVincenzo goes at 128. Mm, not sure about that. Mason Plumley at 129, I like. And uh, James Lopez goes with the headmaster, Jamal Murray. Now, James, I'm going to check your team because if you have got um, another injured guy, I'm going to hate that pick. Do you? Let's see. You've got Siakam as well. Yeah, that's, that's tough. To me... 
you're taking those guys who are both going to miss the start of the season, and Murray's probably back all-star break, is pretty tough to get uh, get behind. Evan Mobley goes second-last pick of round 11-131. I think there's real, real upside. I don't think he's going to be 70th like those ranks would suggest, but I, I like him at 131 there. All right, so what are we looking at here? Would you take a? Uh, would you take Dennis Schroeder? Um, I I probably wouldn't. Um, he's probably again more of a more of a waiver wire guy. But I mean, we do know as a six man, he can be a, a pretty good, pretty solid contributor. So I don't know. I'm just not sure how many sort of where he fits in that rotation in in Boston. Yep. Um, I've got similar concerns. Killian Hayes at 132. I like that great last round flyer. You need assists. He's going to get steals. The shooting percentage is going to be trash. He would have been in uh, in discussion for my upcoming pick, and I'm sure you would have had him on your board somewhere. I did, yes. I just added him, and then he disappeared as quickly so, as I added him. Johnny takes him there at 132. Um, I'm just looking at how my uh, basketball monster has the standings projected at the moment. It's Olshay is a clown and then me second and Dojo uh, third and then you fourth. That's how our projected standings are looking at the moment for anyone who uh, is interested in how that's settling in. Um, so what are we up to now? Kobe White. Now, John, I like the Killian Hayes pick, but Kobe White's going to miss the start of the season, another player, and what the hell is his role going to be? He was outside the top 100 last year in 31 minutes a night. Kingy, he's not playing 31 minutes a night, is he? Uh, no. No, God, no. I uh, I didn't even see that one. No, Kobe White, I'm not touching him this season. No, I just did the Bulls preview, and he's maybe, best case, he's the sixth man, maybe. But Caruso could be the sixth man. Troy Brown is going to get some of those minutes as well. Maybe he plays 23 minutes a night. I, I just don't see it. Joe Ingles at 134, low upside, but solid enough. And then there goes Dennis Schroeder. At 135, there is upside in him at 135. I don't hate it. I probably wouldn't do it, but I don't hate it there. No, no, it's okay. Take a flyer and see what happens. There is... I might get my guy. People on the video can see who's in my queue, but I won't tell you who that is yet. There's a couple of interesting players around here, including one of my fantasy boyfriends is sitting on on uh, on the list here. We'll see if anyone takes him. Maybe you take him. Mo Bumba goes at 137 and Nick Claxton at 136. DeAndre Jordan, I think, is gone in Brooklyn. Yeah, I, it sounds like it. I don't think they commit to Claxton, unfortunately. I would love it if they do. But yeah, again, we're talking 12th round here. Take an upside play. And if they do give him 26 minutes a night, then it's a great, great pick. Um, but they could play him 29 and play Griffin 28 and then play James Johnson at center all up. Yeah, there he goes. Yeah, you bastard. I knew you were going to take uh, my fantasy boyfriend, D'Anthony Melton. I-, I worry about how Jenkins uses him. If he plays 25 if he plays twenty five a night, he's a top 80 guy. There's just 1% chance that he plays 25 a night, unfortunately. Yeah, look, it's a, I'm worried too. I mean, God knows what he has to do to prove himself, but it's what second last, second last pick, so... Yeah. Ah, that, well, that's who I wanted there. Someone just went. Monty Morris at 139. I wanted the depressed penis, Sadiq Bay. Yeah, he goes at 140. Markel Fultz yep. at 141, who again will miss the start of the season. He won't be back most likely until November, December would be my guess. Um, again, it's fine, but you've got to see who else uh, you know, you've picked in that area. So let's have a look at Olshay picking Fultz. Did he have anyone else that is injured to start the season? Nope. So that's completely solid. All right. It is up to my pick. Cole Anthony at 143. Roby at 142. Let me stop talking and uh, and look at who I'm going to select. You got any thoughts on those recent picks while I try and figure out how to get out of this hole here? 
No, look, I, I don't mind Cole Anthony there. Um, as you said, touched on with faults there, he's going to be out for the first month or two. So um, you play Cole Anthony for the first two, three months until Fultz is back to, to full steam. Um, and you probably get a top, maybe a top 120 guy. Um, oh, and you've taken Shumara Kiki. I, lo- I like a Kiki. Yeah, sure. Isaac concerns me. That That's my only concern with, with a Kiki yeah. there. But he was really good to finish last year. All right, let's just go pure scoring. And I'm going to go Timmy Hardaway with my last pick as well. Just get some scoring, get some threes in there. And that will do it for my team. Don't love the Hardaway pick. Don't love the upside of him necessarily, but just going going with him. The guy I was considering instead of Hardaway as a, as a scorer there was Jordan Poole in Golden State. So we'll see how he goes. Alec Burks goes at 146. What are you thinking with this last pick? Uh, yeah, look, probably, I don't know. I mean, look, and to be honest, with your last pick of a draft, Dang chances cares. are you drop that player <laughs> within a week. So, um. Yeah, look, maybe try and grab some points. I'm just having a bit of a look at who's even available. Um, Joshie Richardson goes at 147. I'll give you some names who are at the top of my list as well and what you think, what you're doing. Got Danny mm. Green, Dorian Finney-Smith, Jay Sean Tate, Montrez Harrell, Patrick Williams, Nick Batum, Duncan Robinson, Terrence Ross, Tyler Hero, Bob Portis. Okay, so I'm up. All right, so um, Batum, 148, Flynn, 149. Justin Holiday 150. Hate the Justin Holiday pick. There is no upside in that. Like Flynn, Holiday will probably be better than Flynn, but the, uh, there's no upside, I don't think. But Flynn at 149 is interesting. Currently the fourth guard, which is a little bit concerning in Toronto. And Kingy, what are you doing here? Got Lou Dort, man. Poku. Uh, I don't mind Poku. I had, I'm just going to take, uh, I had Jay Sean Tate there. So the wild thing. I'll just take him. He does a bit of everything. Um, they like him, so he's gonna he's gonna get minutes. He's not gonna he's not gonna score a ton of points, but he'll get me some steals and, and assist bits of everything. So. May not start this year, which is interesting. Um, Terrence Mann, Eric Bledsoe, Danny Green, with those three picks, totally fine. And then the last pick, Johnny, and we'll we'll just go through run through our teams once we're done here, Adam. Yep. Uh, just wait for John to make his final selection. Um, let's see. Which interesting. Montrez Harold not drafted. Um, so far, I thought someone would take Lou Dort. Um, thought someone would take Aaron Gordon, and they haven't. Stephen Adams not picked either. Yeah. So I thought someone would take Hachimura or Wiseman. They haven't been picked. I, I, I think there is some upside in Wiseman, so I don't mind that. Patrick but, Williams. Yeah, thought he I, might yeah. go. Yeah, he could end. very easily. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of interesting, interesting guys here at the back end. Mm-hmm. As John just you know, milks the end of this clock for a, a last pick that means nothing. But that's fine, Johnny. You do what you need to do. I know it's not John. It's someone else who took over that team. Um. Hayden, when do I plan on posting the pod? As soon as I'm finished recording it. All right. So Kevin the, Love didn't go either, which is that's, no surprise. So who yeah. was the last pick? So he let his time run out. Who? What, what pick did he actually uh, make? I don't know. Um, Lou Dort. All right, with that last pick. All right, let's run through our teams here, Kingy. Uh, my team: Derek White, Anthony Edwards, Kemba Walker, OG Ananobi, Nikola Jokic, Demontis Sabonis, Julius Randle, Miles Bridges, Norman Powell. Reggie Jackson, Josh Giddy, Chumra Kiki, and Tim Hardaway Jr. Let's go to your team. Run through it for us. Uh, so my team was in in order. Yeah, uh, no, not in order. Want. So Jason Tatum, uh, Donovan Mitchell, Nikola Vucevic, Avucevic, should say that. Lonzo Ball, Darius Garland, Gordon Haywood, Devonte Graham, Kevin Porter, Boyan Bogdanovic, 
Evan Fournier, TJ Warren, DeAnthony Melton, and Jay Sean Tate. All right, so if I have a look at the projected standings on Basketball Monster for this draft, it is Olshay is a clown, then me, one and two. Pretty pretty close, I think, our overall records there. Then you at three, Styles of Beyond at four, The Worm, and then Certified Shy Boy, who I don't know who that actually is because that's a, a name that has been changed. Let's have a look at what that... Who is that guy? Which score? Certified Shy Boy, that is the team. If I can, once my site adjusts. That's the team that took Giannis and Zion Yeah, at the start, that, that punt free throw team. So that's them in that area. So that's the, how the top six plays out. Then it was Dojo um, and a couple other names that changed as well there. Sports and Stocks, Big Shaq, James Lopez, Gid, and Jim is still a hobbit. That's the end of, of that draft. Well, Adam, thank you for coming on and chatting uh, chatting with me and doing this mock draft here. Uh, it's good to have you on for the first mock draft of the season. Good luck for everything that you're doing throughout this fantasy basketball prep year. And people who don't know Adam can go follow him on Twitter at AdamKing91. Thank you for coming on with me. No worries. It was it was fun. It was interesting doing a draft while having to actually talk through it. It's not easy, <laughs> is it? Mate, wait till you get to a... Maybe I'll get you on to do one. If you do an auction, a salary cap draft, and trying to do that is really bloody hard. Like to try and talk and analyze and look at people's picks and make your own plans, it's yeah. very, very tough to do. Anyway, Adam, thank you again for coming on. Thank you for having me. All right, that will do it for today's show. I hope you enjoyed that mock. Which team did you like the best? What did you think of my picks? I'm not 100% satisfied with it, but hey, that's how we do mocks and we start to practice. We're 50 days away from the beginning of the NBA season, guys. We are actually, you know what? Follow this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app on YouTube. Give me a thumbs up, leave a comment down below, ring the notification bell, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.